0: And I was telling my man, bro, if I operated off feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, my life would be a mess. That's why you have to be principle driven. And if your principle says that you forgive, if you know what your dad went through, if you know, you know what I'm saying? He was like, well, when when is enough enough? I said, ask God when your forgiveness is enough enough. Like, at what point does God say to you, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I was like, at what point do you want God to stop being like, bro, I done tried seven times, that's it, you're done. I said, do you want him, God to cut you off?
1: This episode of the Secrets to Success podcast is brought to you by none other than Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day. Without you having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then that cleanup afterwards, you don't have to do any of that. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, turmeric, just to name a few. And because you listen to the Secrets to Success podcast, you get to save 20% on your entire order. So go right now to www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I forward slash success and get you and your family something that really makes a difference in your health.
2: You ready?
0: on world welcome to another edition of the secret to success podcast i'm your host cj joined as always by the Bayesian sensation mr carl wesley phillips what's going on y'all what it do i got dr king in the building dr king what's happening man what's going on let's go let's hey. go and we got douglas in the mansion in the mansion you can always tell when the when the money go up, the background <laughs> change. That's what they say. Ooh. Well, you my how they
3: changed, but once more,
0: so the money. Oh only... no! It, but why would it a change? <laughs> the money won't hey.
3: change once more.
0: Hey, you, you, let me tell you something. Another reason you know you ballin' when your uh furniture look more like art than somewhere to sit. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
2: Uh, see, I actually thought that he was at an art gallery. I didn't yeah, even I think, think he, that is. he was at home. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's a gallery, oh, that's that's art Dad, gallery. Do it, me. That's Didi. That's that ain't I'm... our van where I'm getting my stuff. You know I what I'm saying? Well, i don't hey, get my you... stuff from our van. It's our <laughs> van <very>
2: cousin. <laughs> you know what your living room look like, bro? With the furniture right there? I do not. It look like the inside of Louis Vuitton in Dubai. Mm. Mm, come on, mm. I'm just saying, fellas.
0: Mm. I'll make I'm sure yeah. I tell Didi that. <laughs> hey, so finally, uh, it's my turn. You know what I'm saying? I just got back from Dubai. Hey. So I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. DJ, um, Envy, hey,
3: DJ Infamous was like, E, CJ should be feeling good. Now he was salty for so long. <laughs> DJ I mean, Infamous was like, he should be good. now." Nah, I say, I hope so, bro." Uh,
0: oh bro, listen. I uh yeah, no, nah, let me tell you something. I kind of was like, once I go over there, I'm gonna feel like cause they pumped it up so heavy, I'm gonna feel like they oversold it. Uh, y'all definitely did not oversell it. Oh, let me show. That joint was uh, it was pretty amazing. And I ain't gonna recap everything because y'all already heard it. We just went on the same world tour that Ma- <laughs> we on last time. I think the only thing we might have missed was dinner in the sky, right? mom is that yep, a- that's it? Yep, exactly. Everything <laughs> but you went hey, on that. Yep. Word, you see was you on that? Um, uh, you said no, we didn't go. I'm just saying, like, are you on that? Are you? Oh, you I definitely would have done like, it. My wife, yeah, my wife ain't really on that. Okay, that's She's, what he's was. Um, okay. She didn't even really want to go to the top of the birds like that. She was like, ah, so yeah, she wasn't feeling just being in the sky suspended eating. Oh, it's it's um, it's ha Yeah, yeah. No, bro, I, I looked know. at
1: the photo, see y'all standing there looking down. And bro, I, I felt kind of queasy just looking oh, at no, it. Oh, no, no, no.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's definitely weird standing on something that high. You like, am I on a plane? So um, no, nah, man, Dubai was incredible, man. The people were incredible, treated us very well. Um, you know, one thing I was. Kind of surprised by that y'all didn't tell me. I was expecting it to be more expensive, mm. it wasn't that expensive compared hey, to the state. I feel he, like the he, states ball- is- he just balled in, Maul. E, that's oh. what I was about to say <laughs> CJ, <laughs> hey, e, nah.
2: e, e, CJ got paper paper now. Oh, I'm bro. talking about no, nah, not at all. We have to go back to the old episodes where cease to be talking about the one bedroom shack. Yeah. I'm talking <laughs> about Still got all it.
0: That. Oh, no, C- no, no. <laughs> so, so okay, so more serious question. You didn't feel like it was cheaper than, like, being in Miami or Vegas? Think about, mm. bro, we yeah. had a driver coming to pick us up in an SUV, taking us across town 40 minutes for, like, $75.
2: You know what, though? I will admit, though, their yachts are definitely cheaper. We had a 90-foot yacht. Didn't mm. A 90-foot yacht, just the four of us, and I'm talking about E, I paid quadruple that in Miami.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and even, yeah. And even dinner and stuff didn't, it wasn't like what we pay sometimes in Chicago. It's not cheap, just, though. It's not cheap. No, no, no. I didn't say cheap. I said cheaper than cheap when we curry. go, because uh, we, we step out now in the States. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, you know, you're going oh, yeah. to uh, Prime 112 and Steak 48 and stuff. Them joints is more expensive than the yeah, top absolutely. of the top in Dubai is all I was saying. So we went yeah. to some nice spots. But anyway, Dubai was crazy. Um, we, we had a great time, to, uh, you know, no kids, so celebrating my 40th. Uh, he, he bailed on us at the last minute. He had, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> bigger fish to fry. He'd have been to Dubai eight times, so he didn't uh. feel the need to go. Carl going to hey, come but, with us one time. Uh, hey, one we time. can get Carl out the house when Carl ready. Uh, <laughs> hey, but anyway, I'm not going to go on and on about it, man. Y'all already heard about Dubai enough. I want to hey, know how I everybody. want to
3: go. I do want to go on and on, though. Man, I Appreciate y'all. I saw where Maul talked to the kids from Chicago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you talked to the kids from um, big red, the big yeah. red. Yeah.
0: Shout out to, so, the, to the big reds,
3: yeah. So I was super excited, man. Um, and for real, y'all, th- you know, this is why I'm telling you. Let me set
0: the hold that real oh, quick. Okay. E, let me right, set right. it okay. Hey, so just so you know, our foundation sent just if you wonder what he's talking about, shout out to my brother, Cam, Sam, the whole crew. Uh, Von Dill, Von Dill for <laughs> taking 10 kids to Dubai. Uh-huh. All right. So it's one thing. We took them to the Super Bowl beginning of the year and the end of the year Dubai. And so the kids were over there in Dubai. They had an amazing experience. Shout out to E who that was his vision. When he <laughs> said the Super Bowl, I was kind of like, all right, E, that's a lot. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, yeah we're going to send them to Dubai too. And I'm like, bro, and E, y'all pulled it off, man. So seriously, we we me and Ma did the easy work just going to talk to the kids. But shout out to my brother, Train, uh, Cam and Sam, who actually, and Vondale, who actually had the kids over there. And man, they had an amazing time. So yeah, we were able to pull up on the kids, man, speak life into them. Um, but our foundation is doing some amazing things. Matter of fact, whoever's editing this, man, if you could put the link up so people could donate because yeah, we're doing this on our picks. own. Um, but we would love y'all help to be able to just take this movement you know worldwide for real and so um yeah shout out to you e. I just want to make sure that people had context about you know why we were talking about that
3: yeah, yeah. and I didn't even really want to talk about the, the the kids in Dubai what I want to talk about is and' I'm gonna I'm do a sermon on this so y'all make sure y'all catch this sermon but the reason why I think it's so important for us to hurry up and be and do what God will have us to mm. do. I'm just being real, bro. Like she said it, and I'm not trying to be. You know, you know me. I ain't on that, y'all. But I've been to Dubai quite a bit of times. So you know, I'm just being real. I've been there a few times, not twice. I've been there a few times, and you know, I was just like, yo, I gotta get kids to experience this. It's kind of like TJ always say. He don't train grown folks because most grown people are not serious. You know, mm. he trains youth mm. because they're still they could be molded. And mm-hmm. so for me, it's like, yo. It's one thing to go to Dubai. I was in my 40s. It's another thing to go at 16, 17. You know what I'm saying? It's another thing to be able to go when you're 17 years old. And so, but I need y'all to hear me in the spirit. The longer it takes for you to blow up, the longer it takes for you to blow the people that God will have Mm. you blow up. Yeah. Because once you blow up, like, C said it. I don't want to use this term because y'all, you know me. But like, once you become successful, you get used to it. You feel me? Like if, if if you godly, you get used to it, bro. It ain't like you go to Dubai eight times and you get the same experience you got the first time. So mm-hmm. the reason why I'm like really begging with you guys to make 2023 the best year of your life because the sooner you hurry up and make it the best year, like as soon as you and go and you and your wife and you take your kids as soon as you do that, then you can be in a position to start taking other kids. Now, I got to say this. I don't even know if ma noticed this or not, but um, Again, I sent, I went to college, my wife went to college, I sent my kids to college. You no, know, now we're helping other kids, you know. But I was able to be a blessing to even my own squad because after all these years of doing the advantage, now Jamal's daughter, you know, is a mm-hmm. part of the advantage program. Right. And mm-hmm. and and we had a um, we had a um, and this is why y'all gotta get to the next level. Hey, so
0: every e, e, yeah. and your daughter running it. Yeah, my daughter's running it. Yeah, my daughter's running it. Come running on! Running. Oh yeah, yep. go, go ahead. ahead. We caught just... the testimony in Come Dubai. On. We oh, we high. caught the testimony live okay. in Dubai. But go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, so Yani
3: is among 200 kids that had the opportunity, you know, to like go and do everything they're supposed to do their f- this first semester. And the reason why we do it is because research shows that if kids get off to a great start their first semester in yep. college the probability of them doing well is great. Yeah. And so this year, what I told them was, because they had been whack. I had been, you know, like, I give y'all $300, $500, y'all do what y'all supposed to do, and they didn't do it. It might be like six kids. So this year, I was like, I'm going to do $2,000 if you can finish this semester strong. And so some people yeah. ask me, like, why you, would you do that? It was 200 kids. Why would you take that risk? I'm like, bro, we about to change their life for $2,000? Like, <laughs> like, if you ain't got $2,000, that's a problem. <laughs> And I'm not saying you're a bad human. I'm saying for whatever reason, you haven't aligned yourself with God mm. and your gift. Like you probably going to heaven. We're not talking about heaven right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're going to heaven. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm talking about what you doing down here. Like, like you letting God bless you in heaven, but you ain't doing what you supposed to be doing mm. down here. And mm. so I told the kids like, yo, I give y'all two grand. Y'all just got to sign this contract and follow this whatever. And Yanni was one of 43 kids that, wow. that did it. And my wife was like, Yo, you about to write a check for was like 1,000%. <laughs> and, 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 and somebody said to me, and I need y'all to understand.
0: In, in the speech, <laughs> he had to be like, Look, I bit off a little bit more. I can shoot. Here's what I told him. Everybody going to get these free KFC coupons. Here's what I told him. Like Oprah like, yeah, gave you us. Sure. You remember when Oprah <laughs> gave us free KFC? Oh, no question. No, really? Huh?
3: No question. If Oprah no, could sure. get free
0: KFC. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. renege on my 2000 yeah, so, You get away. You get away. <laughs> yeah, but,
3: but here's what I told him. Here's what I told the person who asked me that. I said, first of all, God told me to do it. And God is not, God ain't struggling with no $2,000 for 43 people, bro. Mm-hmm. God ain't, God's not struggling to do that. <laughs> and if these kids' lives are going to be changed because of that, yeah, we're going to reap way more <laughs> than we've ever sown. As a company, we're going to get way more blessed by blessing these kids than whatever. So I'm saying this to you. For some of you, you kind of went like, whoa, I can't believe y'all did the Super Bowl, 200 grand. You did Dubai, 150-something. You did these kids, 80-something, and you tripping. But, bro, when you are in your gift, God, the, the, the Lord is going to bless you financially if you're in your gift and you're doing mm. what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. So I do I do just want challenge mm. The 2023 challenges is you owe you. I'm not going to get the book. You know how to get it. (laughs) But you owe you to be and do and have everything God has for you. Why?
1: Because the sooner you do it and you get it out your system.
0: Hmm. Yeah
3: the sooner you can start hey. doing it for other people.
1: And, and E, I got to be on the front end, and I went up to six and I interviewed some of the kids up there. And Ma, I'm there the day, literally the day that they're leaving, the bus about to pull up, they're about to get on there, their families, bro. I'm looking at their faces like, what an experience, E. I'm interviewing a couple of them. They're like, yo, I never been on a plane before. Yo, I ain't never left the yeah. city of Lansing before. And I'm just sitting like, yo, do you understand, Ma, your level of exposure? Do you understand? All right, we not even, it would have been deep to go to Miami, E. It would have been deep. It would have possibly been life changing. It would have been deep. It would have been super deep. Go to Vegas and experience that. But bro, to get on a plane and travel half or half the way across the world and then see excellence, bro, I'm telling you, I I I haven't been back to talk to them yet. But that's a part of like bump the camera. I want to go back and talk to them and just like yo, tell me what happened in that experience because bro, I already know, Maul, that their life is forever changed from that experience, bro, forever changed.
2: <clears throat> yeah, bro, I was looking at the Izzy, and it was it was something, bro, coming from Chicago and looking at these young guys, and I spoke to a lot of them already before in Chicago, and, and just to see them, this was like at the beginning when they first got there, and to see them, and they were looking nervous, they were mm. looking kind of like confused, kind of like, man, I don't belong here, this is weird, and it was just like, bro, like, man, y'all made it, you've arrived, but it was just like, look, don't take this exposure lightly. Like, mm-hmm. don't just bottle it up and say, okay, I'm just going, I'm like, no, I'll take this back home with you, man. Like, your mama, your daddy, nobody in your gene who's probably ever done this before. Yeah, Nobody. And it's just like, bro, like, you've been exposed now to different cultures, different food, different air. Just, just right. you hit them in a five-star hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, bro, that people only could dream about. Like, right sure people had, was looking like, who are these kids? <laughs> right, right. But this is the thing, man. And I tell people about just like how you know how how even the like some people when they going on a trip, e they just look at like, oh man, I can't wait to get to Dubai. I can't wait to get to the hotel, bro. You had them from the time they left Chicago,
1: bro. A, lim- a limbo, a, a sprinter van, because that was part of
2: the. That's part of the experience, experience. right? Uh-huh. And I always talk about e about getting the full experience of life. Uh-huh. Like these boys' lives, man, forever changed. You have left an impression on them for the rest of their life. And you did that in a matter of a week. Hmm. Oh, you, I really want you to understand the magnitude. In a week's time period, you have changed these young men forever. I looked in their eyes day one. When they first got there, then I looked in their eyes like day five, day six. It was a different kind of look, bro. I'm talking about, man, they was even standing up straight. Day one, they were kind of hmm. bent over, kind of like not even looking me in my eye. By day five, bro, they were standing, they had on they, they outfits, they buy outfits, bro, they were standing like kings, like young kings. And they was looking, we was all dressed up. We in the desert, they dressed up mm. and they were looking like 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 young princes. And we was telling them, like, man, know who you are. And they just was blown away because nobody first off looked like us that's out there. So that's number one. Like if you out there and you're black, you're African American, if you have brown skin, you're most likely Indian or African. You're not from the United States of America, you know, but to see this man, they, bro, they came up to me, man. And they were just like, I've I've been exposed. They was like, it's, and, and and to go back to what you were saying about, you got to do this now, bro, people look at investings. I had, I had the investments. I had a um, an investment broker a long time ago. You know, I was looking to start a fund. This was when I was like 20 years, 22, 23 years old. I was looking to invest. Um, and something. I was like, yeah, well, maybe when I turn 40 or 30, I'll, I'll invest in it when I turn 30. And then he was like, that eight years, let me show you what you're going to be missing out on just by starting eight years from now. But even if you took a tenth of what it is you're looking to do in eight years, you took a tenth of it and started now, look at how it's going to compound over time. And then by the time you get in that eight years, it's gonna it's going it's, it's, it's to blow up. That same kind of way, bro, People got to start now, like you were saying, because what they're doing, that exposure they're going to give other people is going to compound. It's going to compound. So start where you're at now. Do what you can right now so that you can start being a blessing to other people like E just e. did with this, um, through this foundation, e. bro. I take my head off to you, E. Real talk, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. people talk that game. Bro, they talk the game, E. Bro, you literally, bro, you, you teaching me something mm. right now. Real talk. I, I, I've been exposing my family. I've been exposing my inner circle, right? Yeah. You just showed me another level, bro. You, 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 you on Def Con 3 right now. You on a, a well, whole not- with that term. I got somebody else got in trouble. With
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough, enough of he's, uh, 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 you know what I mean, Gandhi status. Let's get to how he messed up the release of the sweaters. I want to get back to how he messed up the release to release the sweaters. And Leave now we ain't C-Mall. got the su- Leave it to more to bring you up... No, I want to make sure... Hey, everybody got to get that. humble.
3: I thought Jesus threw him in the
0: depths of the Mall. <laughs>
3: everybody got to get humble. Got
0: them jokers. I know, um, I know Carl got a dip in a second, but I did want to... I want to... Shoot. I really wanted Carl to... You hear it, but... It, uh, Carl, you catch it on the later rebound, but... um. I went out to I, I, I want so I want to say this right twenty twenty three. You got to get out your feelings, mm. and I say you have to get out your feelings. But I want to preface it by saying only if you want to be phenomenal. Mm. So I went That's to good. um I I went to lunch yesterday, lunch slash a meeting, right? And um, we had a new company that we started, and we we're looking to hire, uh, you know, some some good hires. And this kid was, man, let me tell you something. Resume, phenomenal. Uh, j- phenomenal kid, everything. And um, I don't want to say, I'm try, you know, I always try to make sure I don't, you know, say enough to make nobody feel uncomfortable. I'm sure you wouldn't mind me sharing. But uh, we went to lunch and, you know, we were supposed to be talking about business. And, of course, you know me. I'm like, bro, I need to know you before we talk about anything. And so we start talking about family. And, you know, it was he was talking about like, man, you know, we getting ready to do this with my mom and, you know, my sister, and my brother, da 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 And I, he was just so excited. And I was like, um, yeah, what about your pops? And his face changed, right? Like, literally, like, his whole demeanor changed. Now, he didn't go to like, oh, man, forget that dude. But he was like, he, he's like, start looking away from me a little bit and his nostrils start flaring, but not in like an angry way and he was kind of like, yeah, my man, you know what I mean? Like he ain't, he, he he ain't it, bro. You know? And he start, you know, and I was, I was sitting back listening and I was like, okay. I was listening. He was like, yeah, bro. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm about done with my man. I was like, oh, why you say that? He was like, yeah, I just, you know, we got a very surface relationship, you know, holidays, you know, he might hit me on my birthday, stuff like that. And I was like, okay. Like, So you done? He was like, yeah, I'm done, bro. Like, how many times I got to reach out and how many times I got to? And I started to tell him about E and Candace. And I was like, yo, I was like, I feel you, bro. Like, I feel you. And you could be great at, you know, doing that. I said, bro, but you can't be phenomenal. And he was like, bro, looked at me. He was like, what you mean? Like, he was like, hold up. Couldn't understand. I reached out to my man. And I was like, mm-hmm. you did. And I said, he said, I bro, I ain't what am I supposed to do? Just keep reaching out? And I was like, well, what did God tell you to do? Did God tell you don't ever reach out to him again? Or was that your own feelings telling you that? And he was like, man, I never thought about it. And I was like, yo, shout out to Danita. I said, you know what? Changed my wife and her father's relationship forever. Because my wife was very similar. The reason I recognized it was because like Candace, y'all know Candace. She the sweetest person. She don't cuss. She don't do none of that. But I promise you, and you know. back in the day before we got married, it would be like, you mentioned her dad, her whole face changed and her mood changed. And I was like, I remember when um, we was getting married, she was like, don't ask my dad if you could, you know, marry take my hand in marriage. Like, he, he ain't do nothing. He ain't da 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 you know, whatever. And she was like, you can ask my mom, but don't ask my dad. And they had this crazy relationship because maybe he wasn't there for her like she thought he should have been. And it was crazy. Like, I, I don't know, E, if you remember the conversation that I went to, and I, E, and I was like, yo, I don't know what it is about my wife when she gets to talking to her dad, about her dad, but her whole, you know, mood switch up, her language, she like cussing, she like pissed.
1: Mm.
0: And he was like, yeah, you need to help her Get that fixed before y'all get married, because that's something that could, you know, be a potential barrier in your marriage as you go forward. So I remember, Kansas was like, oh, "I'm still not reaching out to my man. I'm not whatever." And then shout out to Danita, she went and was getting her hair done, and Danita she was telling Danita like, "Yeah, they trying to get me to, and I already reached out, and he be, you know, don't really respond or reciprocate." And Danita was like, "Why don't you start treating the relationship?" as you want it to be and not how it is. Mm. And I was like, let me say it again. She said, don't treat the relationship how it is because it's messed up. Start to act how you want the relationship to be. And I remember Candace was like, you know what? She said that and God spoke that same word to me and she start calling him. This was when she was still working at GE. She started leaving her job and every day, she had a 30-minute commute back home. Every day, just start calling my man. Some days, he would pick up. Some days, he wouldn't. And for that first couple of weeks, it was kind of like surface. Then after like the third week, it got kind of cool. And like he was kind of like waiting on the call. And then after a month or two, they was talking like homies every single day. And he began to look forward to that call. And they built a relationship. I mean, to the point where when they was getting off the phone, sometimes she'll be walking through the door at the house and she'll be like, all right, dad, love you. And he'll be like, oh, love you too, baby girl. And uh, many of you probably know if you're longtime listeners of the podcast, those of you who don't, haven't listened forever, know that Candace's father would later on, not long after that, um, be shot in the head and killed uh, while he was working in Detroit. Somebody attempted to rob his store and he was shot in the head and killed. But Candace was able to fix that relationship beforehand. So I told my man yesterday, I said, "Bruh, I said you great, bruh. Like you, you great for real. You great." I said, "But that last little thing. You you about to get married. You gonna have kids." I said, "That last little thing, man, could trip you up." And I said, "It's not for him. It's for you because it's killing you." Yep. And he was like, "What?" And I said, "Bruh, it's killing you. I could see it in your whole demeanor, like." And so we had this conversation, bro. And I promise you, we talked for like an hour. And he was like, bro, I came here to talk business. And here we are. And I just wanted to show y'all. I, I, I'm gonna just show y'all. I wanna, that's why I said I want to crawl to see. I ain't gonna show my man name. But he texted me and said, This morning, he said, Morning, bro. Just wanna say thank you, a huge thank you again for yesterday. Clearly, God was speaking through you, and definitely I needed that uh convo, but it wasn't what I expected. Ha ha. I ended up saying F it and gave my pops a call and we talked for almost an hour and he sent me the shot of him and his pops on the phone for 59 minutes. And I guess, you know, I want to talk to people out there who, again, I'll let you kind of take over because I say you and Candace are to that. I mean, I it, you know, what's funny, I guess i say this before I kick it to you. He, he was saying, you know what? See, you, everything you're saying to me is so crazy. He said, because I'm so principle driven in every area of my life. He was like, with school, I was principle driven. That's how I got this, you know, far in my career. I'm making money. He was like, bro, my, my negotiations, my principles about my faith, everything. He said, and it got to this one area where I just shut down. And he was like, Yo, I didn't even realize it. And I said, It's crazy that the hardest area is the one where you shut down. Like you could do it everywhere else, but you couldn't do it in the one area that God's calling you to do it in. And so I, I guess Ewe, in the holiday season, I kind of wanted you to just speak to like when you started to value principles over feelings and not letting your feelings govern. And I was telling my man, bro, if I operated off feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, my life would be a mess. That's why you have to be principle-driven. And if your principle says that you forgive, if you know what your dad went through, if you know, you know what I'm saying? He was like, well, when, when is enough enough? I said, ask God when your forgiveness is enough enough. Like, at what point does God say to you, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I was like, at what point do you want God to stop being like, bro, I done tried seven times. That's it, you're done. I said, do you want him, God to cut you off? I said, so if you have the truth and you have the knowledge, And so, E, I'll let you take it from there, man. But I just wanted to share that convo because I thought it was so deep. And my man got out of his feelings, got in his principles. And again, and I told him, I said, bro, I'm not telling you going to call my man and it's going to go great. I'm going to be real. When Candace called her dad to have the big conversation, he wasn't just falling on the sword. He had all kind of excuses. Oh, I wasn't this and I was older and you had this and your mom. He had all kind of excuses. She didn't get what she was looking for but she still had to be principle driven in how she approached it. And because she did that, she was able to get over it. And I promise you, my wife literally walk around free because Mm -hmm. she was able to address that. And so I just was on that principle. We've talked about principles versus feelings before, but E, I know you went through a similar situation. So I'll let you kind of speak on that. Well, you know, I'm gonna say this,
3: see, you know, I think oftentimes for those of us who struggle in our feelings, we don't even know that we're in our feelings. You know, I think that I think uh, a lot of times when maybe you, you know, you may have a personality where you know you're stronger and more principle driven by nature, you know, it's easier for you to look at a person that's in their feelings and be like, yo, you in your feelings. I never knew I was in my feelings. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I never knew that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, because my feelings was actually a strength. But there was a t- there were there were times where, you know, the feelings was whatever. And when I took the assessment, you know, uh flightassessment.com, when I took that, I I swear by it. And I swear by it because it just allows you to become familiar with who you are. It, it allows you to see, and so one of the beautiful things about being a people person is that we are in our feelings. Like that—that's one of the things. It's like we think about people in ways that other people don't think about people because we feel. You feel me? So there's nothing wrong with it, but it's something wrong with it when everything you do, you do it in feelings, right? You know, it's so funny, guys. And I'm telling y'all, not only am I in my feelings, like. I, I'm like, I go down in the hall of fame for feelings. Like I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I might be like a six time, uh,
0: back to back feelings
3: in feelings. You feel what I'm saying? It is what it is. And so, you know, I, and, and again, the cool thing about hanging with these guys, I've even come to realize like, yo, E you have the gift of being in your feelings. Wow. You feel me? Like, yo, that's your gift when it comes to this group. Like it's certain things you don't do well, so don't try to do it. But what you do do is that you cons- you think about people in a way that most people don't think about it. And there have even been times with me and C where C would be like, E, bro, like, you good? Like, I'm just checking up on you, making sure you ain't. And I'm like, why would he even think? But it's like, oh, I get it now. Like, I do have an infinity for people and care for people and look out for people in a way that's just not normal. It's not natural. Yeah. But then I also realize on the flip side, I don't turn it off. <laughs> I just be mm-hmm. in my feelings all the time. And mm-hmm. so God showed me like, hey, you're making decisions that are fit, that are not feelings based. You waking up at three o'clock in the morning, you're not always going to feel like waking up at three o'clock in the morning. This cannot be a feelings thing. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, um, You, um, you stepping up to the plate and demanding somebody do something that they promised they was going to do. Like, that, right. You got to do that. <laughs> like if you stay in your feelings, this person is going to run all over you, you know, or if you stay in your feelings, you're going to be mad at your biological father forever. And you're going to hold on to that resentment, which is a feeling. And that resentment is going to destroy. Mm. The It's like a weed that's going to come in and destroy all the good fruit. And so I would just mm. say to uh, all of you, I, I would take the flight assessment seriously, <laughs> yeah. flightassessment.com I'm, this again, I have nothing to gain, you know what I'm saying from you um, taking a free assessment or whatever the little hundred dollars that they may charge you. But what I want you to do is look at it and if you're very high as a flight attendant and very high as a grounds crew, then it's gonna show you that like you and your feelings, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying it's gonna show you that you have a natural uh, tendency to feel. but then what you got to realize is, okay, I can't feel when it's a task, or I can't feel, you know, uh, when, um, you know, it's execution. You was <laughs> like, hey, this ain't time. To, this ain't the time to be feeling. This is the time. And I want to say this to y'all. This is so funny. I won't say a name because, like she said, people get, you know, people get offended. But I was telling somebody the other day. I was like, ooh, you blow money, and I see why now, because <sighs> you spend money as a feeling. Money for you is not a like, so you, so like when you get money, you might feel like buying this and you buy it. You don't need it, but Mm -hmm. you feel like it makes you feel good. And so when you spend money, it makes you feel a certain way. So now you're not even using money in the way it's supposed to be used because money is not a relationship. Money is not a person. And so now you're taking feelings into something that has nothing to do with feelings. And so now you're spinning based on this is comfort food. You don't need that food. You know this this um how do I say it, Ma? This vehicle. When Mm -hmm. I get in it, it makes me feel good because now people are looking at me and I feel affirmed and I feel, you know, I feel like I'm somebody. And I'm like, bro, that's a car. You were supposed to go by gas mileage. You were supposed to go by how many people you need in that vehicle. You were supposed to go how far you were supposed to be driving day in and day out. Like like it's a utility vehicle, not a feelings vehicle. And the dealers peep you out when you came in. Mm -hmm. He could see by your language that you didn't care nothing about the utility of the vehicle you care more about how you, make. you feel and my man he got over on you your down payment was too big you don't even know that you don't even have to pay a down payment you don't even know by law you ain't even got to 37% give a down
2: interest you
0: got you got 37% interest, interest rate I saying
3: because you went in with your feelings so what C is talking about you know is yes maybe sometimes you may have a challenge with another human but it goes deeper than that The reason why you have that challenge is because you're a filler. And what I mean by that, man, I love my wife, man, like because she's the opposite of me. And and I'll see Didi. Didi don't talk to her father, but I don't know when. And Didi will be like, she'll see her father. I love you. And I'm just like, yo, how can you do? Like, you acting like you saw my man last. How do you do it? And Didi was like, yo, it's not personal. He has a life. He had children. If he decides he don't want to call me, you know, on a regular basis, that's his business. But he's still my father. So when I see him, honor thy mother and thy father. I'm going to honor Principal. him. I'm going to give Principal. him the respect that he deserves. So because you and your feelings, though, you going, he didn't call me. He didn't not say nothing to and me. That. And you ain't say nothing. Did he was like, I that don't got that to do with how I respond to him. I'm going to respond to him yeah. in a way that I'm supposed to respond to him. And that yeah. is whatever. So, yeah, see, we, we got to be in your feelings. When it's a feelings thing, and seeing Marla tell you, if hey, if it's somebody that need to be called, they'd be like, "Hey E, hey bro, call this person or E, hey call that person, and you get that person on the phone and do us a favor. As soon as you get them on the phone, take about five ten and then bring them right over to us, yeah. So that so that we can do business.
2: Hey, I yeah. used to always say E that feelings equals failure, but principles equals progress. Absolutely. Bro. Mm-hmm. I've seen people, man, for years being their feelings and them feelings has caused them, man, I'm talking about, bro, I'm talking about divorce. Yeah. I mean, it's like, bro, if you just get the principle, if you just, just, just stay in the principle, you know, that divorce changed their whole life. And it's like, bro, your feelings, this is not something that's Principle-related, this divorce is because of your feelings right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've seen people, bro, have heart attacks because of feelings and not principles. Yep. And it's just like, when you just think about it, people like, man, I know I shouldn't be eating fried food every single yep. day. I know yep. I shouldn't be drinking this. But it feels good to get that six-piece with mild sauce, salt and pepper from Hell's Chicken. It Hell's. just feels good. The yellow chocolate cake. With the dog on Pepsi, but you it just it just feel good, but you know you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, so it's just bro that 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 feel good will mess you up. Feelings it will, nothing more than feelings. Oh bro, it's for daisy. That feel good <laughs> is for daisy, it's not real, it will yeah. mess you up, man. Yeah. And like I said, yeah. I've seen bro, it's been time. See, I talk to people, man, about investing on the police department, and because of the feeling of investment, oh man, my my daddy told me I shouldn't do it, and my boy right. did it, right. and then that feeling now has got them, bro. Thirty years of their life, they're in the mm. same position that they yeah. was in thirty years ago. Mm. I mean, I want people that's listening to really listen. Your feelings will mess you up. They will. They will. And, yeah. and you gotta be yeah. careful too, because you will start mistaking your feelings for principles. Absolutely. That's your the feelings are part. your yeah. feelings are so strong, yeah. and they feel so good because yeah. yeah. principles don't feel good yeah. all the time. Yeah, principles they don't, don't. They don't principles don't feel good, but they have a good ending. Millings feel great, but they have a bad ending. Yeah. So it's like, do you want your 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 cake up front, or do you want an end? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the deal, bro. I had used principles. Principles got me to retire early on the police department. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel great in the beginning, though. See, everybody was out kicking it. Everybody was right, out riding. Right. Bro, the police department parking lot used to look like Cadillac dealership. Yeah. I mean, bro, we hit this thing What's called a retro check. Right. One of my police tell a retro check. That's a retroactive pay. So we always like about three, four years behind in our contracts. And so they would have to then pay you back the difference from the last four or five years. And that check, man, used to be like about $10,000. bro. my feelings with everybody else's feelings was like, bro, go get you that brand new car. I'm talking about your fillings is up here. It's like that little dove double right there. Go get that brand new Cadillac. Yep. Now, what you need to do, you're talking about down payment. All you need to do is put down 7,000. They gave you 10,000. So that leave you with three more thousand dollars left. Bruh, mm. Everybody would go to the dealership and go get a car and it would bring that car to work, but everybody showing off their Cadillacs. And I was sitting there still in my 1993 Chevy Blazer. Yep. Mm. I was yep. still right there and everybody looking at me. And everybody was looking at me like, like, Ma, what's up with you, man? Man, you got a check like we got, man. Look at what. And I was like, bro, that's a down payment on the building. Like that ten thousand wow. is a down payment. That wow. was my principle because the Bible even showed me to give your money to the exchanges to invest. And so I would take the money, invest it. It didn't feel good though. E, looking right, at everybody, right. and I'm in the parking lot. I'm looking at everybody, car and everybody showing me their car and the emoji. So the feeling was just it didn't feel good. But, bruh. Several years later,
0: hmm. my my, my. <laughs> it feels
2: good. Seven right. years later, some of you people still got that same two thousand and three yeah. Cadillac. Yeah, what you got, Ma? <laughs> How many of them? What that's you what got, Sam, But that's what, no, That's what principle would do, yeah, though, bruh. Principle will. principles. Now here we go. Principles will position you. Principles. Hmm. When you follow, whether it's in your feelings meetings. will freak you. Principles <laughs> 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 will position you, and feelings will what? <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, bro, it's true. So, dog, no, don't
0: fall. Uh, crazy, bro. Give it, give it, put it on the shirt. Put it on the shirt. <laughs> you heard? Anyway, it? man, listen. I know it's a, a, a holiday episode, man. Everybody running around. Yeah. We ain't gonna stay long, y'all. Yeah. Um, we got, we got things to do and, and trees to decorate and all kinds of stuff going on. So, uh, anyway, man, we wanted to do this kind of bonus episode. Everybody was at the house we had on our sweaters, man. So we thought it'd be fun to be able to go ahead and show y'all, um, you know, what we had going on over the break. Uh, look forward to being back, uh, in, in the same room with you fellas soon and recording some more podcasts as we head into 2023. All right. But uh for those of you out there, get out your feelings, get in your principles. And if one of your principles is to invest, make real estate real. All right. Um go to make real com. check out more, man. Learn how to start uh positioning your family, man, to be phenomenal. All right. So uh and keep buying uh UOU. I believe we bought to that 100,000 oh, mark. at
3: that 100 spot, 100, 100 Yeah. We got
0: a hun- <laughs> uh, out, out the Straight out the mud. Straight out the mud. Yeah, out the out mud. The mud. So make sure y'all the go- The digital uh, mud,
3: that is. Yeah, yeah,
0: ericthomas.com. And get that book wherever books are sold. It's everywhere, all right? So anyway, happy holidays, y'all. Uh, love y'all, man. man. We out of here, we yeah. do. See, See you next, you next week. week. Let's go.
3: I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make that you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.
1: Thank you so much for rocking with us as always, right? We don't take it lightly, guys. And we hope that we've provided transformation and not just information. We want you to become the best version of yourself. All right, make sure you check out the show notes to access all the important links and get your product discounts. Now, one favor we're asking of you, do us this favor. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We want to know your feedback on how we can serve you better. And if there's anyone that you think could benefit from listening to the show, please, I'm begging you, please share it with them. And remember, as E always says, if you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful.